0: Welcome to Nomenclature. My name is Brandon Henderson. My guest today is Dan St. Germain, and he chose the word fine for our discussion. Um, Dan is a very talented uh, stand up comedian. He's been on Conan, The Tonight Show, this week at the Comedy Cellar, Crashing. Uh, this is Not Happening at Midnight, John Oliver's New York stand up show. He wrote for the White House Correspondence Dinner, which I find very, very cool, and uh, a bunch of other things. Um, Dan has a podcast called Total F and Marks, another goddamn wrestling podcast that you 100% need to check out. Uh was streaming now and uh, had a super uh, interesting conversation with Dan, very um, down to earth, relaxed sort of conversation. You'll learn about Dan. Uh, uh, the St. Germain family, and uh, hopefully we can get to the bottom of why they're not earning enough money as a group of people, uh, as well as some of the history behind the word fine and how we have completely bastardized that word over the years. But um, hope you really enjoy this episode of Nomenclature with my guest, Dan St. Germain. stage at all? Since this whole last thing happened? On
1: stage was March 11th at the gutter, which is a bowling place in Williamsburg. They have a show called uh, comedians. You should know there. So that's the last show I did. And I got a feeling this, it may be the last one. I, you know, I still have my, my weekend for the comedy connection next month. But like, man, I, I got a feeling that, you know, that's going to get pulled. And I'm not going to be on stage until 2021.
0: Yeah, it's uh, pretty pretty wild. Uh, everyone's wishing they were a YouTube comedian now, I think. Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, not
1: really, because they just kind of got <laughs> the monetization of that a year ago. I know you're yeah,
0: speaking of group, It's like, where's there to make money now? You know, it's crazy. I know. It's uh, Well, I, I mean, it's, it's for everybody. I mean, the amount of unemployment is bananas. Yeah, I it's mean, crazy. It's crazy. I mean, I applied to, you know, uh, some job and, uh, got a call back and, uh, they're like, yeah, we're going to schedule a call with you. But just so you know, we're scheduling 100 other phone calls for one position. Um, which is, you know, why even try at that point? That's completely insane. Um, yeah, but it's hitting everybody, but, um, yeah, so one of the things I like to do with this whole podcast is we'll get into the word, and you chose the word fine, which is yeah. fun. Um, but before we do that, everybody, I, um, I I take the liberty of researching their name a little bit, whether it's the first or last name, whatever seems more interesting to me. And then I give you a little bit of uh, info on it. Something so no tells offense. me you picked
1: St. Germain instead of Dan.
0: I sure did. Um, no offense to Dan.
1: Yeah, but I'm sure uh it's,
0: it's a couple dams on here, so yeah, I gotta I gotta keep things uh interesting. Is your family <laughs> like uh like name people like like they have like a family crest on the wall? Did you know anything about Saint Germain or not really? Well,
1: I mean, we we have we have French connections and I Saint Germain was a he was a French kind of intellectual nobleman sort of guy. Um and that's about it as far as you know like i i've been to the saint germain street in pa- uh in paris i know the band saint germain um, nice but yeah i mean i don't uh you know that's kind of I, I just know you know um the boulevard saint saint germain and uh ugh, and that that one figure that one french figure
0: yeah which is that's that's pretty good That's that's more than I think I probably know about Henderson. I should probably look it up. One, all I really know yes. is, you know, a bunch of dirty Scots. Um, I don't really know much much more than that about the specific line, but, but yeah, I mean, in just doing some, so looking into this a little bit. So yeah, you've got, there's a couple of uh, sort of St. Germains or, or, you know, I mean, Germain can just be like, you know, a form of German. Uh, literally German. Um, There's the St. Germanus, who's like a fifth century politician who turned into a Catholic uh, bishop and fought off some warlord named Gore, which sounds very Lord of the Rings-esque. There was a lot of that back then. There sure was. Yeah, a lot of these warlords. I, I would have loved to actually have met some of these warlords, I mean, from behind some sort of protective plexiglass or something, but... I feel like they sound so much more terrifying than maybe they really were.
1: Well, they're all the like eight.
0: Yeah. And they lived <laughs> to be 38 and you died of sepsis. I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like maybe they're not as terif- terrifying or every bit as uh, terrifying as I imagine them to be. Um, but the thing that I found interesting was a couple of stats actually about Saint Germain, Saint Germain maybe even more than some of the history because the history is pretty big and there's a lot of people that were just like, you know, took on the name because they liked the actual Saint Germain, not necessarily that they were <clears throat> related or, or whatever. Um, you mean, do you mean so,
1: Count Saint Germain
0: or? So there's, so there, yeah, there's Count Saint Germain, which I think is the French guy and then there's Saint Germanus who was um, like, kind of like Luxembourg area-ish or something like that sort mm-hmm. of. Part of Europe. So th- there's a couple of these dudes. Um but a couple of stats about Saint Germain that, that are mostly de- depressing, but we'll start with the potentially the most positive one is in the US, uh those uh bearing the name Saint Germain are 2.33% more likely to be registered as a Democrat. How's that are what? 2.33 <laughs> more likely to register as a Democrat as opposed to a Republican in the United States.
1: That's the most positive thing so far.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it goes downhill from here. Um, And uh, uh, (laughs) uh, so 2.81%, or no, rather, in the U.S., St. Germain's earn 2.81% less than the national average. Really? uh, and in Canada, they earned 15.37% less than the national average. So Dear God. You, you've so got to you step this. Sh- Deadbeats. <laughs> I get, I, I mean, either that or real just salt of the earth, you know, uh, uh, middle America folk that the folks, I mean, they're not voting for Trump apparently at least two by 2%. But uh yeah you guys need to step it up on your national earning income averages apparently
1: yeah well i think everybody's is down now
0: yeah i'm pretty sure that uh, i alone am dropping i'm looking up uh
1: because you know i'm looking up because the internet's uh,
0: amazing i'm looking up german germanus uh, germanus while we talk oh yeah saint Ger- saint germanus yeah yeah he seemed like uh maybe a bit of a badass this guy yeah I mean, he's taking down Gore yeah, taking down taking down Gore of uh, what, what was he trying to do Gore was Gore was trying to uh, he was the, the, was the leader of the Asians in fifth century Gaul. Gaul was like Luxembourg and all these weird places um, but that guy sounds uh, he does actually sound a little terrifying the more I get into him yeah how's so? that? So he just he just sounds like uh somebody who Gandalf would fight on a bridge. Um, but he eventually he eventually like joined the the Romans and invaded the world. So good guy. Um, so there you go. There's there's something you can tell you can you can call home about and tell your family about Saint Germain and how, how well Hello, you guys I'm are. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, so you chose the word fine. Tell me why. Uh, I think I was just reading. Um, I wasn't reading. I
1: was watching uh, CNN and, you know, everything that's uh, kind of happening in the world. And I just kept, I kept thinking, everything is fine. Everything, and I just thought that was such a funny phrase for, uh, for, <laughs> for what we're going through right now. So I took fine yeah. from that.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, the definition keeps keeps shifting, and I think we'll we'll continue to keep shifting. I mean, what is positive now, like the fact that I can walk into, uh, you know, an Arby's with a mask and gloves on uh, from eight feet away. I don't go to Arby's. I'm just kidding. But right. if I was, I can. That's well, someone fine who does go to Arby's. To- <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm one of us is going to say it. I don't know if you're going to say it or if I, I'll just say, you know, I have to say we have the meets whenever Arby's comes up. I can't not even know yes. in context. but just have to say, it. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's definitely shifted. So fine itself is a mid 13th century word. Um, at least sort of in the more sort of understandable context. I mean, obviously it's, most words that we're using are Latin roots. Uh, but from the old French, basically meaning unblemished, refined, pure, um, you know, highest quality type stuff. There's also sort of like the French thin, uh, for like end or complete, that sort of thing was also, mm-hmm. um, you know, has, has some sort of root in that, but expertly fashioned or skillfully made. I mean, something that is fine, pure really well done which uh is is not so much the way that we seem to to use it these days i mean outside of you know that guy or gal is looking fine but even in that context it's not necessarily not not many
1: people buying fine china anymore
0: no no i mean when was uh, can you even think of the last time you used the word fine in, in that kind of context outside of you know, yelling like at a lady on the street.
1: Or like an architect or like made furniture. Like what's the job Magic Mike has? I would, I would use the word fine a lot.
0: <laughs> well, with the stripper or the other job? Did, did he? I can't, it's been a while since I've watched well, that no, because
1: He made furniture. He was like the ultimate. Oh, artist. that's right. Uh, he was, he was the, <laughs> he was the perfect man. He could <laughs> uh, He had abs and, and uh, he could make uh, your Devon.
0: Yeah. He works with his hands. Um, yeah, of course he was a carpenter. I forgot about that. It's making chairs. There's dust and he's all sweaty and things down. (laughs) No, I get it. That's basically the look I have when I have to like (laughs) walk up two flights of stairs. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's not, it's not coming for me very often where where I'm saying that is a fine leather couch (laughs) or whatever. Um, And this was interesting is this uh is a case of of what's called sort of drift or semantic bleaching which anything connected to bleaching doesn't make my mind go to very positive places but um, (laughs) yeah it's basically all
1: of these uh all of these terms have been
0: uh (laughs) turned into terrible things by
1: the uh, sex industry
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know i can't say anything anymore um there's a a comedian here uh, named Andy Gold, who is uh, really, really funny. He's got a whole bit about how his dad, instead of like giving bumps, constantly asks him to, you know, fist me. (laughs) So just things like that. Suddenly you can't say just normal things anymore. Um, But so basically like the meaning of of the word gradually moves along kind of a, a spectrum, right? So like things things were fine as in great and then we say you know how are you I'm, I'm great how are you I'm fine and then over time it goes from outstanding to meaning very good to good to just okay right um you know I wonder because you know the United States I mean it, English it's not like we're
1: we're the Japanese and have like a bunch of different words for like one thing right and I, I I always, I wonder if that's, like, the effect. I mean, obviously, there's just some stupidity, but, yeah. uh, and, and there, you know, our education system stinks. But, like, you know, I wonder if some of it has to do with, like, America, like, loves movies and, you know, just by the nature of film, you use less words and everything is like. So, instead, we have, like, a word that just ha- applies a different meaning depending on circumstance seems like that's where it's going or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's why supposedly English is so hard for, you know, foreign, foreign speakers to learn is because there's 20 meanings for the exact same pronunciation of one word. And it's all just subtle inflection or context yeah. that actually changes your understanding of it or your the purpose behind it. But, but yeah, I, I would, uh, I would think that movies would have a huge part of that. I mean, I, I'm going to be, um, I'm going to be talking to uh, another guest here next week, and the word that he chose was um, copacetic. Oh, uh, yeah. I I didn't know anything about that word, and I, I don't want to ruin it too much, but we'll get into that. Into I, mean, I know that what stuff.
1: it means. That's it.
0: Yeah, but it was, uh, I mean, there's huge argument about where its origins came from, but it really was popularized um, by uh, uh, Bo- Jangles Robinson, who was a. Uh, like a early 20th century film, radio stage star. Bojangles and, Robinson. That's right. You, you remember, uh, because we're white, this is probably... That sounds
1: like a like both this, a really racist place and a place that serves <laughs> delicious breakfast.
0: <laughs> yes, it does. Um, oh, I want some Bojangles eggs and hash browns. Yeah, doesn't
1: that sound good? Yeah. That sounds so grits. good. It's,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, but... I, I remembered him from this because, again, I'm white, but you remember there's like an old, there's old clips of Shirley Temple dancing with a black man, like they're tap dancing, like this old black and white, and you yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. you see it when they're like, oh, movies, watch movies, like, you know, some- Yeah, it's studios. like the first
1: thing they show in yeah. the Oscars package.
0: Yes, that uh, is Bojangles Robinson. He was the first uh, interracial dance scene in film history. Anyway. Uh, that's that's, all that's such thing a it.
1: bizarre, creepy first.
0: <laughs> I know. It like, is, right?
1: Yeah. It's like, all right, we can't make this weird. Let's get a tiny little girl <laughs> who's named after a drink, or the drink was named after her. I'm not sure how mm-hmm. that started. Yeah. This will make a merry. Maybe that was like the racists were like, all right, let's have him dance with Shirley Temple first, so all the whites think he's a pedophile, and then they <laughs> oh,
0: no. can't be in
1: any more of our movies.
0: Yes. Well, yeah it was such, it's, it is such like a weird first choice. It's like the first interracial kiss on television was Star Trek. Yeah, it's well, like, that makes
1: sense to me. That makes sense because
0: they were. Which, yes. Yeah. They were they're very ahead of their time, but it is, again, it's sort of like, but it's a space kiss. It's not, I mean, a, a how, space. How, how
1: funny would it be if like a racist uh, Captain Kirk from the future showed up to stop the kiss?
0: Yeah, he's like no. He's uh be, it turns into a, a whole To Kill a Mockingbird thing, and she said uh, you know, Captain Kirk says that he was it was forced <laughs> upon him. Now we're just really getting crazy. She has one arm for some reason, or, or does he have a dead arm? Was that what happened in To Kill a Mockingbird? Now we're just it's uh, going crazy. Or he's left-handed or something. They threw him a ball. And she got hit on the. Left side of her face, so it had to be a right handed guy. Anyway, we're it's getting, been we're, a long
1: time since I've read The Call of Mockingbird.
0: It's been a minute, it's been a minute for me the as well.
1: It was like kind of a fuck you to the first one,
0: yeah, yeah. I haven't read it either, but apparently, it was like uh, Atticus. Uh, turns out he was still a bit of a racist as a result of his, his upbringing, which is like a massive bummer because he was always like, you know, yeah, the shining uh, example of, of goodness, but. Um, Turns out he was still a Southern guy. No offense, Southerners. But he well, to he, was, he was shit. good
1: for a Southerner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was—he was good for a Southerner. Yeah, I'm trying to think of an ex- a modern day example of. It's like uh,
1: uh, it's like when you hear like a, like an Ultimate Fighter is in a domestic dispute with his wife, and you're like, oh, he just slapped her. Thank God.
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Had he uh, instead of like up his so- fist.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't ball him up.
0: Yeah, he just. It was. It was a, even. It was a backhand. Even so, I mean, he doesn't even train for backhand.
1: <laughs> Although a backhand would be more painful.
0: Yeah, backhand. Uh, backhand's not fun. I've experienced a backhand. Um, yeah, me too. Especially when there's like a ring, a ring involved in a backhand, it can hurt. Um, yeah.
1: Were you dancing at a go-go club? What was going
0: <laughs> no, this was this is this is more of a, a youthful experience. Uh, right. you, were you dancing at a cocoa Club? I wish. Yeah, and you got the backhand.
1: My therapist used to. That's my favorite thing about him.
0: Wait, what? Your therapist would hit you? No, you dance at cocoa oh, Club. Jesus.
1: <laughs> no, you got to pay pay extra if you wanted to hit you.
0: Oh yeah, man. I I was gonna say this is uh that wasn't uh that wasn't therapy. The red lights should have given given it away when you went in there. Um there was a couch. Um but but yeah, I mean so getting back to this word thing, this all these definitions shift. I mean, we we say things like brilliant to people, or that guy's a genius. Uh we say things like uh I would, I would have literally died if so-and-so walked in the room. Um, literally means you, you would have in reality, like this yeah. is a literal actual thing. Die, that happen. Yes, You would have done that. Uh, these things don't apply anymore. Um, I was thinking, uh, I say this half in jest, but like what it means to be like a man or manly now versus what it was a hundred years ago. You know, it's like, um, it's become all really muddled and confused. Um, but that's that whole semantic bleaching thing again. So, right. um, a little bit of nerdness with this is, um, so it's basically the loss of semantic content. So it's like the loss of the actual definition of the word and it becomes more, uh, grammaticalized. Um, so it's more about just like the, the structure of it. Um, Than it is necessarily the meaning of it. Um, Sort of slowly strip away what it actually means, um, which is a weird, a weird thing that we would do. I don't know exactly. It just is a pure laziness that, like you say, we just just from movies. It's like we're just throwing in words just to. I feel like it's placation when someone says like, "How you doing?" You're like, "Fine." It's sort of like, "Don't ask me more than that."
1: (laughs) Well, I guess it depends on how you say it, right? If you're like, "Fine." No, there's something up but if you're like fine yeah. <laughs> yeah reassuring like i say fine a lot like i always expect things to be way worse than they are so i'm like it's f- fine i'm fine i'm still
0: <laughs> you're surprised <laughs> yeah it's shocking my yeah i uh, i was talking to a friend of mine at uh, wise guys last night we were just talking about this whole crazy pandemic thing and um know, not being able to see people and interact with people. And, um, you know, comedians are are sometimes a bit neurotic and um, emotionally uh, challenged. And we were both talking about how surprised we were at how well or fine everyone seems at the moment. Um, You know, there's, again, maybe a larger expectation for some catastrophe there has been a little bit of that here locally with some people um oh, yeah you know doing well i think taking their people lives in their hands are s-
1: scared of the catastrophe so maybe that's yeah yeah i don't think crime has gone down i just think certain crimes have gone down at least that's what my uh, my friend was saying he's like a
0: fbi agent so oh really <laughs> yeah yeah you say what what has gone or she's I think you what can look has it gone up. Down?
1: i think you can look it up
0: interesting I'm, I'm guessing, you know, sticking up the convenience store has gone down or the Burger King or something. Um, but I feel like at any given moment, there is always crazy crime. I used to have a, uh, he worked for the sheriff's department and did all like the kind of violent crime stuff. He would be one of the first responders on that stuff. And, uh, he was, I've never met a more jaded person in my life and, uh, He'd be like, yeah, anytime you're in Walmart, you're within, you know, 20 to 30 feet of somebody who's done something that you would find deplorable. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, they're fucking everywhere. (laughs) He's he's like, I get approached. If I go to the store, I get approached by somebody and they're like, hey, remember me? He's like, I don't know. He's like, no, I don't. He's like, you arrested me six months ago and I just got out of jail. I beat my wife up or something. He's like, great. Please don't talk to me um so that's always a comforting thought whenever i go anywhere especially walmart <laughs> um so what uh what is uh the onus for you going to to massachusetts was that just simply because new york is well have, i'm asthmatic and i'm also
1: overweight yeah. and I, uh and there's no stand-up in new york so it didn't it just yeah, didn't make a lot of sense for me to stay there Yep. So we got a place, and it's been great for, for you know the circumstances. Obviously, I would wish the economy was back up and running, but it's been at least at least it's been a little nice to get out of New York. I'm Very fortunate that we were able to find a place that
0: was kind of reasonable. Are you in? Uh, are you in Boston? I am outside of Boston. Okay. Cool. Are they did they opened up clubs in in Boston, or is that still. I don't believe so.
1: No, I mean my my club in Massachusetts. I was supposed to do, I was supposed to do a club at the end of next month, and that's getting pushed back. And that that's a place that's way less urban than Boston. So
0: yeah. Well, fingers crossed that all this shit lifts and everybody can be safe and stay alive and everything like that. But um, I, hello, so
1: much- I'm, I'm saying that too, but it's it's almost like. Like, somebody like the Corona police are going to, like, every time we talk about Corona, like,
0: they're yeah. going to be like, like,
1: all right, you di- wait, wait, this motherfucker didn't say we hope everybody's okay afterwards.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> I got to be honest. Like, I, okay, people dying, uh, the economy uh, in the toilet, horrible. I, I hate all of it. I get constantly stressed. Um, However, I will say I love how things have slowed down. I really do. I... I like sort of a slight return to, you know, family and close to people that uh, that you care about. You know, dolphins and in, in wherever swimming around again. The pollution thing—that's a cool thing. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff yeah. that's happened that I hope stays, that I know won't, but I, I wish would. Um, so it's not it's not all bad as far as I can. Is bad. No, but I mean usually nothing is nothing is all bad. Yeah, until you know, next week I'll I'll get it and die. <laughs> but uh let's, let's hope not. But um Dan, thank you so so much for being on the, the podcast here today. Hey, I thanks really for having it. me,
1: man. I really appreciate it.
0: No, super fun to to chat and um you know, go earn some cash and, and help those averages with the St. Germains Yeah,
1: dude. I gotta I gotta, you know, make some more money on this farm.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it going. Crops come in. Yeah, go get that scythe and uh, make it happen. Thanks, bro. You have a good one. All right, All right Dan. Thank you so, Thank so you much. Wish.